0: Welcome to Truth Behind Travel Podcast. I'm Dolores Semeraro, and this is my weekly show where tourism, travel, and hospitality industry professionals meet to discuss and share marketing strategies as they reshape the future of travel. If you want to learn the truth directly from the leaders and the doers of this industry, you are in the right place. Before you dive into today's episode, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast app. And while you're on it, go on and follow the show on Instagram and Facebook at Truth Behind Travel Podcast. Hello and welcome back to Truth Behind Travel Podcast. I'm your host, Dolores Semeraro, and I know this is a very special time of the year. For those of you celebrating the festivities ahead of us, this is a time that calls for celebration, reflection, the time that we want to spend with families and friends. But even if you are not celebrating the festivities just around the corner, it's almost impossible to escape the commercial side of things and the urge of buying gifts for the ones we love, the ones we work with, the boss or anyone else for that matters nowadays. So today on the podcast, we are dedicating an episode to the art of gifting, particularly in the hospitality and tourism industry. How do we gift a business partner? A client of our travel agency, the attendees of our trade and tourism event, or simply a guest of our hotel. Most importantly, what do we gift them with? A branded pen, a notebook. So much in the gifting arena has been said and done. So today, when eco-friendly materials and renewable energies are becoming some of the key decision factors in whether a gift is successful or not, just wrapping a branded items, it's simply not enough. My guest today is an expert in the art of gifting, particularly when it comes to corporate branded gifts in the travel and hospitality industry, Josh Filler. Josh is the director of DNS Travel Supplies, a specialist in promotional gifts and branded merchandise based in the UK. With Josh, we're going to discuss the how the art of gifting in the corporate world has changed over the years, what are people asking and how we can come up with the perfect gift for the perfect occasion, a process that he calls the journey. Let's welcome our podcast guest. Hello, Josh. Thank you for joining me today on the podcast.
1: Hello, Dolores, and thank you so much for having me.
0: Absolutely. We're about to enter a very special time of the year, specifically one where we all get busy wrapping gift, sending gift And hopefully receiving gifts, right? Before we get started, would you like to tell us a little bit about your background and how did you come to become such an expert in the gifting arena?
1: Thank you. Um, So I started at university. I studied at uh, Oxford Brookes University back in the good old days. Um, And what really stood out to me was the marketing side. It was just always fascinating to see how like, It's one thing to have a product, but you've got to be able to sell it. I actually had a family business um, that was available to me. My dad was winding down, and I thought it would be a good opportunity to wind up. So he had a promotional gifted business that he was running very successfully. Um, So long story short, I joined his company, and it took me a while, but I realized that the power of branding – is actually far more powerful than any other advertising medium. So I also spent time at some of the biggest advertising agencies in London, uh, BBH and Saatchi and Saatchi. So putting that all together, um, it's actually a really exciting business to be in. Um, No day is the same. It's it's very cool. Promotional gifts is not about a catalogue. It's funny because every single business you go to, they have a catalogue. But it's not about a catalogue. It's about being creative and understanding your customer and how to effectively get their attention.
0: So much has changed, right? Tourism events are back in person, and you get that goodie bag again when you go to a conference, which most of the time you leave there because there's nothing special for you to take home. So I wonder if the industry operator have embraced change, you know, to consider more sustainable options when it comes to gadgets and gifts. Has this change been felt across the gifting industry? Are they asking different things? What are your thoughts?
1: So I'll begin and say that I think post-COVID, people have become much more savvy when it comes to the art of gift giving. First of all, gift giving, as you said, is human nature. Um, like any relationship, husband, wife, friends, your gift... You know, you send a gift to someone on their birthday, celebration, whether it's travel or outside travel, people, when you book a holiday or anything else, you gift. Um, Have a conference. Someone comes to your stand. You gift. You give them something which remembers you by. People are much more savvy today. COVID told us that we are one delicate people on planet Earth and that we need to remind ourselves constantly that... What we're using should not go to waste and now much more than ever before. So I think that when people look at gifting, the first thing they think about is, number one, I would say maybe 50-50, half what they think about is, is the product that I'm going to be giving to that person, is it relevant to that person? Because gifting previously was just like, just give them a gift, find something which will, will work. What does work mean? Work means that I did my job. It's on their seat. That doesn't fly anymore. The second thing that they have, which is a major consideration, is the green aspect of gifting. Um, But in general, in the gifting arena, people are much more uh, focused on ticking the checklist of: Is the item that I'm giving away is it meaningful to my customer? Is my customer going to receive this item and say that has that was a gift that I can see? thought attention and understanding was was put into it so today gifting has to be as just as relevant as the as the 21st century that we live in it has to be something which they open up and say of course that's what they would send me how appropriate how how nice how relevant oh this company really understand me if you're not doing that then it's wasteful and they haven't they haven't understood me and then you've, you, you've almost lost your customer or it's just a, a gift that's going to be left on the seat, as you say.
0: So much of what is given as a gift, as a gadget, as a giveaway comes from Tottenham's patterns here, like the same pen, the same bag, the same notebook. What do you think makes a gift a truly memorable one, one that you don't leave behind on the chair?
1: Honestly speaking, not everyone gets it right. There are so many phone calls that we get. We're going to a a conference. It's big. All our main customers are going to be there. What do we give out that's going to be meaningful, remembered? And most people leave it to the last minute. And it's about as memorable as the last stand they visited when they had a nice conversation, but will be forgotten by the end when they're deciding, pack it or don't pack it. Um, Gifting, there is an art to gifting. There really is. Just like any other... Any other skill, gifting is a skill. Your average gift giving in a trade show is a tote bag, a pen, a mug, a this, a that. And everyone says, and everyone will nod and say, I've had it before, I've seen it, and I now think it's a waste of time. You're completely right. It is a waste of time. Unless there's something in that gift that speaks to them, it's like anything else they've been given. So you are wasting your time a hundred percent. How can you make your gift? The opposite. How can you make it memorable? How can you make it something that people will say, "Wow, that was really well executed." I'd love to know who made those gifts for them because they've really understand the marketplace. Um, That is what we call like the journey. The journey is when a customer picks up a gift; it has to resonate with them. They have to want to keep it, and it has to be something which they are going to then use practically. On a day-to-day basis, and that their brand will then um, almost have a some kind of relationship with that person, even unknowingly. That is the power of branding, which companies do on a daily basis subtly, and it's powerful. So, how does that work? So, the first way it has to be a, an item that's going to stand out, um, and it can be something normal that everyone else uses, but just has an extra little thing to it, which becomes. Uh, meaningful. For example, let's say it's a, a hot day and everyone's walking around a conference room, and and you give out a drinks bottle, but give it out with something where there's an offer on it. Not just your name printed on it. They don't care your name's printed on it. They've seen that thousand times before. Make an offer. Make a QR code where you can win something. Make it interactive. Make a um uh, put a picture on it which you would want to keep, or a quotation, or something you would actually want to give to someone else. Like someone in the office or something that an item that we you'd want to share with someone, share a memory or take a picture and say, "Look what I just got. I can't believe it. Wow, there's so many read, but they're so subtle and so small, but if you don't get that subtlety there, if it's not something which resonates for any given reason, and that reason is often just in line with the company's like values, so if the values are eco friendly or they're Saving the world, or there—it's a safari company, or it's a um, a company that goes around the world. Whatever that value is for the company, if you can align one single value to uh, with the customer, then I think—and again, not just a value, but it within that value there is a message which someone feels passionate about. Then you're in. And then the next question is, is where are they going to be used as product? You want that product to be on that kitchen shelf, you want it to be in their gym bag, you want it to be on their next holiday around the world. There are many ways of doing that. Um, and I think that if people spend enough time really being creative and considering the use of this item, not just let's stick our name on something else, which hopefully the customer will use again, then I think you're gonna be that customer will be much more successful. And I also say that I think that if a person spends real money on a gift, not just like, like what they can get away with, if there's a real budget, they always win. There's nothing worse than being given a gift by anyone and it breaks after like one holiday. And then that breakage of the, of the a- item. Kind of like aligns with the company
0: itself. So we must consider the vision of the company, the vision of the event, the type of attendees that are joining us, and, and ultimately we want to create the perfect gift. But I would also add the relevancy to the context of the event, right? In many cases, that doesn't come cheap. Creating a gift that carries on the legacy of the event vision. And if you are an operator right now listening to this podcast and you're conceptualizing the gift of your next event, how do you go about the cost? What do you have to consider? Does it have to be more expensive? And if so, how much more? How much are we talking about?
1: Listen, it depends very much on how successful you want to be. You'll go to a digital marketing. Uh, agency and you will say to them, um, I want to be really successful. I want my company to be seen and heard by all. Um, I want sales to gain X momentum over the next X period of time. And they'll say to you, How much money are you willing to invest? Gifting is no different. Gifting is has to be, has to tick all the boxes. Um, and and more importantly, once you've got a beautiful gift together, if it doesn't last, then nor does your campaign. So it's kind of like very black and white for my experience.
0: If there are any business operators in tourism and hospitality that are listening to the podcast, how much do they need to put aside for gifts nowadays? What's that budget? Let's put a number to it.
1: A number is impossible and I'll tell you why. It's like saying to someone, how much would you like to spend? What's the normal spending on jewellery or an earring or whatever it may be? And your average person will say to you, it just depends on the customer. Some customers have more money. Some customers have less. Um, high-end customers, whether they're travel or they're outside of travel, some people have a lot of money spent. spend. Some people don't. Within the budget you have, you have to be thoughtful. If you have a lot of money, first of all, if you have a lot of money or your company is big and is respected and well thought after, and what you have booked, whether it be a cruise or a round-the-world trip or anything else, If you spend a lot of money, you're going to be expected to give them a substantial gift. Within that substantial gift, it has to be thoughtful. You cannot waste your money on things which customer is not going to enjoy or think, please don't waste your money on me, because that's also a consideration. There is no budget as such, or maybe I would put better. The budget is a consideration based on the amount of money that person has spent.
0: So you're saying... The more money the customer spends, the bigger the gift.
1: I would say that was a a a blanket rule. Um, I would say the million-dollar question is: How can your next event trade show be effective? What would be if I was in the driving seat and I was being gifted something for my next high-tech event or my next event based on um, eco-friendly? uh direction of whatever it may be whatever whatever the event is going to be how can i best understand, how can i best satisfy my customers um how can i best excite my customer in this next event and then you can even put together ideas which you think are maybe somewhat moda- mundane like a beautiful pen like a beautiful uh tote bag like a beautiful notepad but Put it together in a way which makes sense. Don't just put it all into one bag. Make it into a almost like a gift package. Write a note. Explain that there may be, you may have a full day ahead of you, and we want to make it easier for you. So we've included a pen which is eco friendly, biodegradable, which is. Um, you know, we've put in certain ink in order for you to, or the pen has a slight way of writing, which actually eases your writing so that you don't get tired. The bag is designed with X in mind. It's a specific design. You put all that together and the customer says, wow, it's not just another tote bag. There should actually be a company called www.notanothertotebag.com because that's the first go-to and people get bored. So I would say to you in a nutshell, that if it's a well thought out gifting idea that ticks boxes and that that um even if it's something which is a uh, one if it's something which is um which involves gift items which other people will be using as well that's okay but as long as there's a message and there's a direction of and reason as to why you gave that gift that will help the customer that will help the customer understand it's not just another pen or another tote uh, uh, bag or another notepad. I've actually put these together specifically to help you day.
0: What would you say is the worst travel gift that can be given today, whether you are in a hotel, whether you're about to go on an exploration journey, Uh, Or on a cruise?
1: Plastic, anything. When you see plastic today, people automatically cringe. Plastic is a big no-no. All
0: right. Um, So what is the best gift then?
1: A great question. Today we see that the best gift that really excites customers and is meaningful (laughs) and is loved, I would say is a whole package. It's not just one particular gift. We like to see gifting as a journey. So there's the pre-travel journey, part of the journey, which is when your itinerary, a beautiful itinerary printed out that arrives in a beautiful box that you unravel. And in that itinerary shows you exactly what you're doing every day. And there is tremendous excitement that they get when they receive something before the actual flight itself. So a packed itinerary that explains exactly what where the traveler is going. That's makes the journey already exciting. Following that up, um, sending out something along the lines of a a beautiful, um, sometimes it's a beautiful um suitcase um with a shoulder bag, with a soap bag. Um, these are the high-end items that we get asked to produce.
0: Like for example, just give us some practical cases, some practical examples of gifts.
1: Um, talking about like me- meaningful uh, gifts that really work well on different budgets, I just had another, I, uh, thing, another thing came to mind. We had a customer, who um, so are one of the largest tour companies in the UK, and they were doing uh, a promotion uh, which they wanted help with. Um, so... You, as we mentioned before, tote bags aren't always exciting, but it depends on the event. So the event they put on, they sponsored the Chelsea Flower Show, which is a yearly show that basically has lots of beautiful dogs running around on a beautiful green lawn. And we produced beautiful uh, bags that were designed in green, um, colored green. And these bags were seen by all the people that were attending the event but the but the and uh, when the camera crews picked up on these bags, they perfectly matched the color of the beautiful uh, green grass. Now you think, again, is that a useful gift? It's brilliantly useful because they're going around the entire day and they pick up lots of uh, paraphernalia. But the color of the bags perfectly matched the green grass, so it was like a a perfect way of drawing attention to a beautiful bag, which is again just a bag. But it worked. The aim of the game is think out the box, be creative, use something which is going to be really thoughtful and imaginative. And you can use any kind of item you like, as long as it has imagination, creativity to it. I think those are the two key key ingredients. So if you make any item exciting, within whatever parameters you're going to use, then you will be successful. But if you just stick in you, or you just put a bag on a chair, or leave something with no explanation, no no connection to the customer. Then a hundred percent, then you've wasted your money. You, know, you have to sit with your marketing team and think to yourself, what's useful? How can we make that person's day better? How can we enhance it? How can we make it um, exciting? How can they go? And even if they don't take that product with them, because you could say to me, well, maybe they'll use something for the spa or the bathroom. But then it's gone. They have but it but if you make it meaningful enough for them in that moment, then it won't be gone. If it's exactly what they were looking for then and there, then you've answered their question. And maybe there's a follow-up, or maybe there's you write a little message on the side of their uh, the massage gel and say, Here's an extra bottle, pack it in your bag.
0: Indeed. And I'm just thinking about all the tiny gifts of turn down items we place in hotel rooms, you know, every hotel operator every day. And how many of these are left behind? How many are instead taken? And in the end, how many are actually remembered after the holiday? I agree with you. Quality is paramount. You don't want to invest any given budget in cheaply built gifts that break right after or shortly after they're given. That is bad marketing is the worst thing that you actually is that you will never know when the gift breaks and you will not know how it has affected the feelings of your guests once they are home. So you can't fix it. Great examples, Josh. Thank you so much. I'm sure those listening to the podcast today will take away lots of learning points and hopefully really put their minds together before calling up the next supplier to buy their company gifts. Any last words of wisdom from you? Be creative. Make it fun. Think
1: about the idea of going through a few different samples before you actually get to that product that says, wow, that is such a beautiful product. I can't wait for my customer to receive it. That's the position you should be in every time you buy a promotional gift to know that, that promotional gift is the right one when you're there the whole experience is 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 different and that's how it should be it's you're not going online to find the quick fix if you're going on you're going to a company that can offer you an experience that makes it a fun experience that brings you to an idea that you're proud of because if you're proud of that idea and that campaign so, will your customer be? And that's what will generate you and your company a high level of ROI.
0: Fantastic. Thank you so much, Josh. This was a great conversation. Personally, I've really compared it to the many corporate gifts that I've gone through uh, in my past experiences in hotel when I was hotel based. And uh, I have to say, not much of that you know thinking process was actually applied we were looking for the object you know that specific product uh, that would fit the occasion rather than instead contextualizing what would be that gift for how would be that gift how would the gift be treated after and where would it go what would the legacy be so thank you for sharing all that with us today all the contact details uh, to get in touch with Josh will be in the show notes and um, people can get in touch with you and, you know, get to use a little bit of your expertise. Thank you.
1: Thank you to Laris. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed it. Thank you.
0: Thank you for being with us today on the podcast. And uh, I hope you enjoyed today's episode dedicated to the art of gift giving. Uh, with Josh and uh, all the conversations we had today about putting a little bit of thinking into the process of creating a gift and uh, how actually we can get to know our customers better and how can we get to build relationship through this very, very special moment. Uh, Don't underestimate it. I think that's my biggest takeaway from today's episode and put some thinking into it. Thank you so much. If you enjoyed this episode, please do share it on your social media. You'll find the podcast links on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and uh, share your feedback. Let me know what you think. Get in touch. And until next time, be well and uh, travel safe.